The Big Play Reef Log Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News is the place to be for all your gaming needs with the latest news, guides, walkthroughs, and reviews. Like their featured article reviewing Ooblets, a new game that combines the, genu- the genres of a farm simulator, monster collecting, and card-based dance battles into a fun, quirky adventure. And remember to check out their weekly Shack Chats, where the staff discuss topical events and games. And you can always join in on the conversation by using the Shack News Cortex. So if you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Shack News and at ShackNews.com. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world, the Big Play Reflog Show. Reflog show. What is going on, everybody? I'm not Nick Fidel. Big play, Dave, alongside my favorite people, and we got a full packed house tonight. Chris, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. A little nervous tonight, though. What was that? Uh, about? My daughter, my daughter, my 15 year old daughter, has started driving. So mm-hmm. I brought her out on the road for the first time, and Dave. That was a little nerve wracking. That was getting me set for Brown season right there. It just the whole time me sitting there, not being able to directly influence things as much as I'd like and just no, watching the car go down the road and hoping we don't hit too many mailboxes. And it was just so parallel to the experience as a Browns fan as I'm going down that road <laughs> with my daughter. Now, did she try to turn the radio on and did you pull a dad and mom move where you go, no radio while we're learning? No, I didn't do that. In fact, I had the radio on to my stuff. So, okay. Yeah. How about I was just how about, so concentrating on the road and just making sure. And one of the things that she does is the exact same thing I remember I did as a kid is you pull the wheel naturally to the right. So you're very close to that right line and hitting mailboxes. And so you don't really get too far, too close to like a head on collision. You're not, you're not hugging the middle of the road, but me sitting as the passenger, I'm just looking at these mailboxes coming straight at me, Dave. I'm going, don't hit that one. Don't hit that one. And, you know, I, I pull the move where I'd, I'd take my left hand and put it on the steering wheel and move it back. Like move it. Okay. There, there, don't hit this. So, but no, I survived. I survived the first one. She's doing really well, actually. So I'm very happy, but. Yeah, that's that's what drugs are made for. Experiences oh, like that. <laughs> and Nick Padone. Nick, first time we can cheers in quite some time, yeah, brother. I know. It's been a minute, but we're back. Way we're to in drop studio. that coaster. Nice coaster. Work. <laughs> did you pass your driver's test the first time? I did not. I fa- I failed maneuverability the first time. What's crazy Ouch. was it was like a snowstorm because I have a December birthday, late December. So it was a snowstorm, and I wasn't even worried about hitting a cone. I was worried about hitting a snow pile. They had like right by where oh, they have the maneuverability set up. They had like a big snow pile right next to it. So I was like, like, you know, just a kid trying to pass his test, like freaking out. Like if I go too far that way, I'm going to hit the cone. But if I go too far that way, I'm in the snow mound. So, uh, yeah, I failed it and ended up backing over the cone and then went back and passed it the next time. So there you go. That's yeah. not bad. Dave, did you pass the first time? Uh, I, I hit no cones, but I, I think I ran a stop sign. <laughs> so, no. I did not pass. I was going to say, that's an automatic fail right there. Yeah. Not it, was, pass, it, was, it was pretty bad. And then we've got our fourth member of the team, Gab Cruz, in studio, <laughs> running the board. Gab, what's up? Hello. Are you nervous From running above. the show? I am. 
I'm trying to plan my next moves here. <laughs> Should we just leave you alone? Uh, no, I think I got this. I'm What's on. that meme? It's like, never let them know your next move. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gab right now. That's right. All right, we got a great show. So we are going to kick it off with Power Rank Monday. We haven't done that in a while. Then on to Cleveland headlines. And then we will finish up the show with Stump the Flog. A live Stump the Flog. Live Stump the Flog. This is going to be very interesting. Uh, let's go right into it. It is time for Power Rank Monday. <laughs> Power Rank Monday. All right, Power Rank Monday is we're going college football. It's a hell of a hell of a weekend for college football, by the way. Yeah, yeah, big opening weekend, Ooh. man. It was it was a lot of fun. You think Cade York was on the couch and he was just like Ooh, laughing? Glad I got out of there. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think any kicker is going to laugh at another kicker. How about but... Coach O? I think Ooh. he was laughing. Yeah, I think uh-huh. I think you're probably right. Go Tigers. <laughs> All right, so Horseshoe, Nick, you were there. Yep. How was it? I mean, it was rocking, man. Couple it was people. rocking. And there were yeah, a couple hundred thousand people. It was wild. Uh, getting the Uber out of there was insane. I feel like that's how you know it was a good night. But, yeah, good night for the Buckeyes ended up. I mean, it started as slow as it possibly could have. But was glad to see him pull away. And it was a, yeah, good night at the shoe. We'll have a video dropping this week. First time, right? Uh, no, I was at I, I was at like some really crappy like, you know, like noon kick once where they okay. absolutely, you know, ran over some little team. I don't even remember who they played. Definitely but, not uh, Miami of Ohio. No, I, I think it was a Big Ten team. I want to say it was Northwestern maybe. But uh, yeah, this was definitely the biggest Buckeye game that I had ever been to with a primetime start. I mean, college game day was there. Crazy. Did you, see them the eye? Did you show up early enough to see them dot the I and do the yeah. I did. Chris, I actually, I followed all of your advice from the show last week, man. We went to the skull session. We saw them like process, you know, kind of into the stadium from St. John's arena. It was cool. It was definitely a cool atmosphere down there. Ran into Tyvis Powell, former Buckeye at uh, at the ozone tailgate. So yeah, it was a good time. Did you notice the sousaphone player? The the person who dotted the I from Granville, Ohio. From Granville, Ohio. How about that? My little Hamlet. Just That's a kid out of Granville, Ohio. That's right. Just a kid from Granville. Oh, that's awesome. I did think. I was like, we should try to get him on the show. Yeah. He doesn't even follow me. I found out later. Here I was oh, pumping his tires all Locked over him. the place. This kid from Granville. I, well, he didn't have me blocked, but he didn't follow me either. So done that's with that. Do. Done with right, that so- kid. Screw him. I'm going to block go you right now. Wow. wow. Oh, Gab just blocked maneuver? Chris. Wow. wow. That was a smooth maneuver. Too. Full full power of the production <laughs> booth here. <laughs> All right. So we are going to power rank on this power rank Monday. Top three stadiums we would like to watch a college football game in. Let's each pick one. Chris, obviously you've been to the shoe. Outside of the shoe, where would you like to go? Have you, have you been to any other ones? Yeah, I've been to Notre Dame. I went up there. I saw oh, Brady wow. Quinn play. I saw them play Stanford back in the day, and Brady Quinn was the quarterback at that time. And Charlie was Weiss was out there. Just watching the majesty that is him walking around the players during warm-up calisthenics and seeing his large body just navigating through all these players. It was it was quite a sight, quite a sight. And you got Stanford's tree out there kind of jumping around. And it, it was a magical afternoon. It was it was a lot of fun there at Notre Dame. So that's definitely if it, if you haven't been there, that should probably be on your list. I would suggest it. All right, that's historic. So one that you've never been to. Where where would you want to go? Okay, you want to, want me to go down my three here? Yeah, if my, you've got three. Okay, I'll give you three. Okay, off the top uh, of my head. All, all right. right, number three, State College, Penn State, specifically. Yeah. During a whiteout. I would love to yeah. see the whiteout do that whole thing. I think that would be an absolute blast. Just the one um, red dot in the in the white. Right. Yeah, exactly. Kind of the cool. same thing. Uh, number two, going up to the big house. I've been to an Ohio State-Michigan game. Here, I went to Urban Meyer's final one when we slaughtered him in the second half. Oh, that's uh, sweet. Here at the shoe, and it was fantastic. It was with my dad. It was with my uncle, and it was with my grandfather. My grandfather had never been to an Ohio State game let alone an Ohio State-Michigan game. So that was an outstanding experience. 
And then my number one, just because of the history behind it, and also because, you know, as we come into worse weather and into the fall and into the winter, it'd be nice to go out west and where it's it's still going to be nice. And that'd be the Rose Bowl. I'd love yep. to go out to the Rose Bowl and see a game. And now, you know, with USC joining <laughs> joining the Big Ten, you have an opportunity to do that in conference, right? So there's my three. That's a good list. I think I would go SEC. Okay. And so I asked. Oh, come on. Screw the SEC. You got to go SEC enough about on one of these. No, you got to go SEC. So years ago, we interviewed Cole Kubelik, who's like the college football dude. Uh, I forget what channel he's on, but he's all over the college place on the sidelines. <laughs> I think that's his uh, LinkedIn Official resume title. title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, one SEC stadium, which would it be? And he said the Swamp. Florida. Oh, I believe it. That would be cool. So, biggest cocktail. Party, yeah, right? so I, I'm going to go with the Swamp as my my addition to this power rank. Monday. Yeah, I think mine is Penn State, too. Really? Yeah, just to be a part of that whiteout. I think that would be really fun. And then I'm I'm like Chris. You know, I think anything out west would be cool. L.A. Coliseum would be awesome. I, I I'm just a sucker for warm weather. So especially when it gets that cold up here, I would love to go out West and catch a couple games out there. I have no desire to go into the big house. I know people are like, Oh, really? it's a crazy stadium. It's so yeah. big. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, it's Michigan, you know? Right. It's like going to a Yankees game. Like, yeah, I have, yeah, no, yeah, real I have no real interest. Yeah. yeah. I could just watch it on TV. Chris, if you, if you had to pick sec, which, which stadium would you want to go see? Would it be Bama? Know. That would be mine. None of them, mine really. Be, I I would want to go to <laughs> really? Bama. Actually, it probably would be Bama because you want to go to the big boy right now. Yeah. And Bama is the big boy and has been for a while under Nick Saban. Local boy, Nick Saban. Yep. Or maybe yeah, that would be the place. You know, see all the Bear Bryant Really, any of those SECs did it. Even like, even, you know, now that LSU isn't good, it might not be as fun, but. LSU you would be say that, You say like, well, any SEC stadium. I've been to a Kentucky football game. You could go there and spend I, like I, 10 bucks. Chris, what do you, you think of our Red Hawks against Kentucky? They hung up. They were hanging so, with them for a, a, a good half, amount of time. First half, we hung with an SEC team. Miami of Ohio did. I saw that. I was catching yeah. the score updates. I felt pretty good about that. Would have been nice it's- for us to walk in and beat an SEC team. It was a big week for the Mac. Bowling Green yeah. covered against UCLA. Yep. Kent and uh, Kent hung up, hang around with Washington for a little bit. I think they put up twenty against Washington. That was like so. Miami. Yeah, yeah they, they hung out for a quarter yeah. and a half. Yeah, that's all you want to see in those in those big money games. Yeah. Um, big week for the Mac. That's my week one takeaway. It was cool. Ohio State was cool. Defense, which uh, Mac whatever. school would you want to go to that you've never been to? Hmm. Would it be so basic to say OU? I've never been to OU. Never, never even been to the campus? Nope. Really? Nope, never been. Oh, you'll have to go to that campus. I don't know go much to- about their football Because I've been, but- I've been to Bowling Green. I've been to Kent. I've been to Akron. I've been to a lot of them because I covered Kent football. What about I never went Gab's, to Gab's alma mater, JCU That would be football? cool. I would like to go to JCU, like like a big rivalry, like JCU Mount. That would be a lot of fun. I always wanted JCU and Ignatius to play. Because it's like all Ignatius guys, just a little bit yeah. older. Yeah. I think that would be a great game. Yeah. Like the young kids that are kind of hungry. See if they could <laughs> yeah. rise to the occasion. That'd be fun. Gab- see, Nick, with Halloween Gab- coming up, you can go down to OU during Halloween. You probably never nah, come I'm gonna, back. Uh, I'm going to be at, I'm going to be downtown, man. That's Monday night football. I'm going to yeah. be oh, that's for that. Nice. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, no way I'll be down there for that. I'll be, I'll be right up here, Chris. <laughs> yes. All right, so we've got – all right, so if we have to do our top three in total, I get one. I'll go Swamp, so that can be three. All right, that could be three. I feel like Penn State made it. That's got to be one because that was two. Yeah. So what's number two? Chris, what's number two? What was your other one? Notre Dame? Oh, the Rose Bowl. Yeah, Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl two. Penn State one, Rose Bowl two. Three is uh, the Swamp. Gab, any that you would like to go to? I would like to see Notre Dame. So I always ran across country meet in college there, the all Catholic meet. And um, we would see them like getting ready and stuff on that day. 
And I always thought it would have been cool if we could like stay to watch, but we always left too early. So, but like being on campus and feeling that buzz, I was always like, Ooh, yeah, this would be sweet to be a part of and see. Historic. Yeah. I'd watch Rudy like three times. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I saw so many signs down there that was like, Rudy's not real. Catholics. That's a great one. Catholics over draft picks, <laughs> like all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, that's easy to make fun of them. All right, that's Power Rank Money. Let's move into some Cleveland headlines. we got a lot to talk about. All right. Headlines brought to you by TSC Cleveland. Go check them out, tscleveland.com. Nick is giving away an Amari Cooper signed Browns jersey. It's a big item right there. I was going through the list and I was like, that's one of the bigger items out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for it's, a guy we've never seen. That's the thing. We just haven't seen yeah. him yet. But if you think about like the things that the Browns have done this offseason, I mean, we were pumped at the time. It was like, man, Amari Cooper, like that's a that was a big get. And then the Watson stuff happened. It definitely overshadowed it. But and people keep talking about how the Browns have the worst wide receiving core in all the league. People are forgetting about Mari Cooper. Yeah, he can and, be a number one. And technically, he was our fifth round pick. We that's all we, all the Browns gave up for him was a fifth round pick. So yeah, we'll see. Yep. But so, yeah, go win that jersey from TSE Cleveland. It's on my Twitter right now. Go enter. Go. All you have to do is retweet it, and yeah, you're in. Follow Nick. Follow the show if you want to, and go get that jersey. Okay, so. John Fanta tweeted out something. Um, John, now, I believe John Fanta was Ignatius play-by-play guy. His face, kid. his face looks very familiar, at John underscore Fanta. He tweets out, Evan Mobley is 21, Isaac Okoro is 21, Darius Garland is 22, Jared Allen is 24, Donovan Mitchell is 25 for a couple more days. That's our core in Cleveland. God. Nick, I know... Me and Chris are excited about this trade. I know how excited you are as a basketball junkie, yeah, if you will. Yeah. Instant reaction when you heard this trade go through. So, yeah. So, anybody that knows me, you know, I, I have Woj's notifications on. I actually have not told this story yet, my instant reaction. So, I was, in a, I was on a call, actually. I was on a, on a call, and then, like, I had my AirPods in. And I saw the trade break and I ripped my AirPods out and I threw them on my desk. I'm like, the Cavs just got Donovan Mitchell, like toss myself on mute on like, you know, and then the first thing goes like, you know, what did we give up? So obviously sure. they lost Sexton. They lost marketing three first round picks. Oh, Chai as well. I, I was Who cares? over the moon. Who cares? Yeah. First round picks in the NBA. If you're a quality team, they mean nothing. It was you would do that trade seven out of seven times. All we've heard since is that New York had a better package. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so happy. Donovan Mitchell's a Cav, and and it makes the Cavs legit, legit, legit in the East because the East is such a crapshoot. I mean, Brooklyn, who knows what they're going to be? Philly, they always find a way to crumble. Milwaukee's right. really good with Giannis, but yeah, we got a couple superstars now here in Cleveland now. I don't think there's a team that is that much better. No. No, uh, at least on paper. And I hate talking on paper in Cleveland. Yeah. Chris, do you agree? Yeah. I mean, you've got Boston, you've got Milwaukee, and then we're right there, you know, right after that, I think the next tier, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. That the way you has, get it, Nick? has to be. Yeah. And it, I mean, everyone's going to look for, you know, can, can Mitchell himself or can DG take that leap to become a, a Giannis KD kind of, you know, alien. It was funny when the all-star game was here you know, they were talking about to win a championship, you need to have an alien on your roster. Um, Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry were talking about this. And, you know, Kevin Durant is an alien. You know, I, I think the Cavs still don't have that, but they have a bunch of superstars. And we've seen with the Heat, you know, that that could get you to a conference finals. Yeah. Now, what happened? Yeah. Has anybody peeled back the onion to understand what exactly happened with New York and how New York didn't get that deal done? Man, it just seems like there's something to be said in all of sports, but especially in the NBA to close deals. And we've seen Kobe Altman become elite at closing trades because the same thing happened with Jared Allen, where we just swooped in like a thief in the night for that James Harden deal. He he was a throw in. Yeah. 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 We gave up what Dante Exum. Like, again, you would do that 10 out of 10 times. Chris, you remember going to the Cavs game together and Dante Exum just lit it up and we're like, wow, this is really sad. Yeah. Yes. 
crazy. But yeah, I'm so happy that they got it done. And I think that's that's how it came to be. It was New York was just farting around, you know, whether what if it was the draft picks, if it was RJ Barrett. I think that's really where things fell apart was the Knicks went ahead and extended RJ Barrett on Monday. As the story goes, Kobe Altman was at Serena's match on Monday night yeah. and then called called uh, the closed Utah on yeah. Tuesday morning and said, let's get this thing done. So Nick, for like the mainstream Cavs fans out there, you look at this like on paper and you've got Darius Garland small. Yeah. Donovan and Mitchell small. Yep. Colin Sexton was small. Yep. How do you think Donovan will fit in to the team to replace Colin Sexton? Yeah, I mean, it, their their play styles are very similar, right? Donovan, probably a better outside shooter, probably a little bit of a better defender, too, because he is a bit bigger than Colin. You can now afford to have a small backcourt because Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are so damn Gigantic. long, and they're also mobile. They could move their feet, and I think that was a really underrated part of this move was getting rid of Laurie marketing. Because you oh, Laurie, come on. Listen, listen. Oh. I love Laurie offensively, but defensively, Shots. he was – he was trying to chase around a small forward and that just didn't ever work when he was trying to defend guys that were just more mobile than him. So now you, they, the Cavs could really lean into Mobley and Allen kind of defending out on the perimeter. Cause they're more capable of that than Lori was. That's how true. about Not Mitchell? Actually. How about Mitchell as a defender? I know when he came out, he was, you know, thought of as a good defender and now he's not looked at as a good defender. Where, where, where do you see him fitting in? We'll see. You know, sometimes when when guys switch teams, we see them kind of take it up a notch. And, and we've heard that now in the days following that, you know, it was kind of like a Jarvis Landry situation where they sent him to Cleveland to die, you know, kind of as a little bit of a punishment for, for wanting that trade out or whatever. So I think maybe defensively he'll take it a little bit more serious, but he's not going to wow you, you know, especially compared to some of the guys we got on this roster, like a Coro, Lamar Stevens. Those are the good defenders on the I roster. feel like, Nick, we're missing just one small forward. Yeah, yeah. For a team full of, I mean, we just had that John Fanta tweet up of, you know, 21, 25. I got a good 40-year-old <laughs> small forward uh, just to ring away out there, out there in La La Land, just, just waiting. I mean, he was at Ohio State this week. Right. So he's locked up for two more years now because I think Bronny, that's and when I, he's yeah. going to be going to to – some team and now you probably can't trade for me so we put put together a package what so kevin love i don't know i think <laughs> i think in that world kevin love we would, we have no first round picks yeah it's not happening yeah it's not happening it's not happening unless he signs as a free agent because they did dave they kept their mean? 20 they kept their 2024 draft pick so what would have to happen is yeah. they use that 2024 draft pick on Bronny. And then LeBron would come. But LeBron has never said right. that. So it's, it's not happening for two years. Right. And There's Le- 0% chance. Right. And LeBron has also never said that Bronny's first year, they'll play together. He said LeBron LeBron has said his last year he'll play with Bronny. Right. So maybe Bronny's in the league another two years before LeBron. He's on his you, second deal. Yeah, yeah, you never, right. You never do know. So, but, the, but that is all we know is that the last team wow. is what they'll be on. You, you want my conspiracy? I was listening to a podcast. Oh, we'll here do it we really go. quick. I was listening to a podcast called the basketball and they floated this, they floated (laughs) this. And this makes so much sense. LeBron said he wants to own a team. The league is expanding and they want to expand to Seattle and Vegas as, as they should. LeBron and Bronny are going to headline the, whatever the NBA Vegas team is. And that'll be LeBron's farewell for the NBA Las Vegas team with his son. Really? I think that's what it's going to be. He'll, and then he'll go into an ownership role right from that. And own the Vegas team. And own the Vegas team. Huh. And, then it, if, and if Bronny's not any good, he can just own it with him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Can you have, I guess you can have your own son on a team yeah. that you own. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. We shall see. We're two years away. Yeah. Can't Are wait. You far though. enough down that rabbit hole, you've got a name for that Vegas team yet? Mm, I don't know. I think that WNBA team has the aces locked up, right? So we can't go that. Yeah, okay. I don't know. To see Mitchell in Cleveland, though, this this season is going to be really exciting. I went from, you know, everyone from, one went from like, man, can't wait for Cavs basketball to be back to like, man, the field house is going to be rocking. Yeah, holy shit, <laughs> we could go to the finals. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the mojo definitely changed really, really fast. And, and that's all you want to see in sports, you know, is your team be competitive and make those kind of big, splashy moves. Dude, I mean, think about this. We've got. The Guardians going for the playoffs. They're scoring. They scored a run tonight, by the way. Two, uh, two, 
Two runs tonight. Two runs. Gardelange. Big God, time, Dave. Yeah, Gardelange. <laughs> get <laughs> into the good. playoffs. But we've got them. Get them some momentum. They could be a playoff team. Yep. We've got the Cavs, and then we've got J- Jacoby Brissett. Come on. Let's go. Ride with seven for 11. Whew, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. All right, let's talk some Browns. Uh, Aaron Ladd tweeted this out. Cleveland Browns 0-15-1 in their last 16 season openers. Shout out to Hugh Jackson and Josh Gordon for that one tie. Yeah, right. That felt good, didn't it? No. Chris, gut reaction for week one. Do you, do you care we're playing Baker? Do you think we're going to win? What are your thoughts going into this? I, I think if you take my Cleveland fandom out of this thing, I think this should be a game that we walk in and we dominate, to be honest. Yes. I mean, really, because I, I don't even like the whole storyline of Baker playing Cleveland and being all jacked up, having his dumb, dopey T-shirts out there. I think he gets too jacked up. He starts throwing the ball high. We've talked about it enough on here, and I think that'll be his downfall. Now, you add in my Cleveland fandom, I start getting nervous about this game because, like you say, you look at the history. We're not good on opening day. You know, we have a history of getting in our own way. We don't, we're not solidified at the quarterback position. We've got guys like Amari Cooper who we're going to be counting on, who we haven't seen much from. We're going to count on our running game doing a good job and haven't seen a whole lot of that running game really in the preseason. Now, I don't have any concerns that are keeping me up at night with Nick Chubb, but nonetheless, (laughs) that line, you know, you lose your starting center. We've seen in the past what happens when you lose a center on a line and how big that can be. We've plugged some holes, but still, those are the type of things that would keep me up at night thinking about this game. But generally on paper, I, I think we could we, we could have a solid afternoon, but you add in my fandom and I start getting real nervous here. Last so, time the Browns went open on the road, Bill Belichick was the head coach. No kidding. Yeah, last time the Browns won a home opener road game, 1993. So Hanford Dixon. By the way, we haven't even talked about the Bernie Kozar show, which is debuting tomorrow. Um, craziness that this is all coming together. Yeah, round of applause. Gab, yeah. hit what that a, uh, yellow button on there. Oh, oh there we what go. A, what a week. What, what a, a week. week. <laughs> High five. Jeez, oh, man. So we got the Bernie Kozar show. Okay. Yeah, it'll naturally die out. Yeah. Bernie, Bernie. Oh, yeah. How you can grow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic. Heck yeah. So the Bernie Kozar show debuting tomorrow live from Studio B here. Uh, that'll be a blast. But the the reason I brought that up, it, Hanford Dixon, bold hot take here, said there is 0% chance we lose to Baker Mayfield. He doesn't care what quarterback we have. He said you could put oh, Bernie Kozar no. out there at 58. Doesn't matter. We are beating them. This team's too good. The Panthers are not good enough. That's the clip we should have tweeted out. I'll, he was like, I'll go on record. We'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. hey, he I'll will say be on this, record. 80% of the public bets are on the Panthers minus yeah. two and a half. So, so America. How, wait, what did you say? 80% of public 80%. bets are on the Panthers minus two and a half. So America thinks that Baker is going to school us. Mm. Yeah, it's a redemption game. It's like mm-hmm. the chip of his shoulder of his career. It's just like perfect. Who has, more to pl- who has more to play for, Baker or the Browns? Probably Baker. Definitely Baker. Yeah. If he goes and lays an egg, yeah, that's going to get real brutal for for that team. Sam Darnold <laughs> talks start happening. It's it's Tim Couch yeah. versus Kelly Holcomb what's all over is, again. Yeah, and what's crazy about that is Sam Darnold's hurt. Matt Corral is hurt. So it's probably like P.J. Walker talks in Carolina, you know, so it, it goes bad for them really quick. I don't even know how you bad. knew who P.J. Walker was and why hey, he was X- on that roster. XFL legend. <laughs> XFL legend P.J. Walker. Put some respect on P.J. Wow. <laughs> All right, so what are our thoughts for this game? So, obviously, Jacoby Brissett looked, Who you know, we talked about it last week at the preseason, didn't look, he looked slow, he didn't look that good, who cares, it's preseason. Yep. Um, do you think we go run heavy in this game, or do you think Stefanski lets... Jacoby Brissett air it out a couple of times. I'll say this. I hope we go run heavy, Dave, because Jacoby Brissett, I know Stefanski thinks that he's this guy that can coach up Jacoby Brissett and that he has this 
miracle offense where these receivers are wide open and all we need to do is have Jacoby Brissett hit the open receivers. That's all we've heard all offseason. We know who Jacoby Brissett is. We yes. saw him in the preseason. That is who Jacoby Brissett is. The Browns need to utilize throughout these first 11 weeks Nick Chubb the same way that the Tennessee Titans utilize Derrick Henry. It's time. It's Run him into the ground. To use Nick Chubb. You gave him the big contract. In business, we talk about it with big play all the time. There comes a time you got to get your return on investment. Yep. They paid him all the money. Use him and keep this season afloat throughout 11 weeks. I think they have to run the damn football if they want to win this game and if they want to win the 10 that follow it. And the nice thing is you don't have to go full Derrick Henry. No. because you, you, you go Chubb and Hunt. Yep. And you 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 run them into the on ground. the field at the same time. And something that Stefanski floated, and I don't know why he did this, but I hope that he's telling the truth. Give us some Josh Dobbs packages. Dobbs oh, packages. I don't know. Give us the Dobbs Chris, packages. are you on board with this? I am. I am. Well, Haven't you, seen that preseason game where they're ripping his shirt and he's running down the sidelines with just that one tag of shirt hanging out. Oh man, that felt good. Dave, I'd love you, to see that. I'm, I'm going to need another Labat for this. Nick, me, do you mind grabbing me a Labat yeah, real quick? Let me get you on board with this. All right. So it worked for the Raiders last year. They would pull Derek Carr out of the game for Marcus Mariota and let him run around. Sure. It worked for the 49ers. They would take Jimmy G out and let Trey Lance, their young rookie. All right. The Browns are an analytically driven team that's a, a supposed to follow all of these trends. You have a slow cement quarterback in that's your starter. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think he's slow. And he's not, he's not uh, as he's, bad he's as you're slow. saying. He's pretty slow. I watched him on a spin move when he was with the Colts, and he spun right out of some right. stuff against the Cleveland Browns for a touchdown. <laughs> True, but compared to Josh Dobbs, you got to let Dobbs you know, go out there and at least add some athleticism to the offense. Let's just get Josh Cribbs. Let's go, right. go full Wildcat. Why not? I don't know. That doesn't excite me. That doesn't? Not really. You won't no. you won't be out of your seat if it's like a close game, you know, Browns maybe up by a touchdown. It seems like the drive's about to stall out. They put Josh Dobbs in and he runs that's for a fine. first down. All right, that's fine. Yeah, there you go. All right, that's fine. Chris, your away shirt underneath this time. <laughs> the whole shirt comes out. I can just see it. Sports oh, Center yeah. top ten, number one, Josh Dobbs, tearaway shirt. He just gets like a quadruple X white t-shirt and just keeps going. He just runs 50 <laughs> yards <laughs> as the t-shirts like strip. Oh God. All right, Chris, you're Kevin Stefanski. First play, first looking. drive. What are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm throwing it to Amari Cooper. Okay. You know why? Because okay. I got him on my fantasy team. We had our draft tonight, Dave. There got him go. late. Sleeper pick. I want to see a lot of Amari Cooper. Everybody else is calling for that running game, and I think that's the smart play. I want to see some Amari Cooper. Yeah, I'm. I am with you. That that brings another point over under. If I'm going to set it now, you remember when we used to do all the Browns parlay stats? I'm oh, going to yeah. go Anthony Schwartz, and I'm going to set the over under on catches at two and a half under. We're not going to do drops. One and a half. Under. Keep it, keep it a positive half. here. Under. You're going under a half not catch? Gonna, won't even have a target. Really? Won't even have a target. I think they get. I think the Browns have to do everything in their power to keep them off the field. And I think they do that. They just signed Jesse James, so the tight ends are back. I actually like Jesse James. I do, too. Yeah. The tight ends are back. So He's that's gigantic. That's how, you keep, that's how you keep Schwartz off the field, because you go tight ends as receivers, and then Cooper... David Bell. That's it. And DPJ. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the end of seeing Schwartz play. So, uh, yeah, I'd I'd be surprised if they target him in an actual game that matters. Okay, so I've got some buddies. Real quick. David Njoku. David Njoku. How big of a role are we going to see him? Is he going to step up this season? I mean, obviously, we gave him the money in the offseason. We're expecting something out of him. He's got athleticism off the board. I've been waiting for this guy to break out for a few years now. I think everybody has. Is this going to be the season where he's going to be, you know, the guy? Or not? I will say he showed signs last year. He did. Uh, in a, a horrible year. I mean, he, he, he was our best wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is really sad. But I, I think he's going to make a gigantic step this year. And you mentioned the, you know, the Jacoby Brissett Colts years. I mean, he made Jack Doyle a legitimate tight end. Yeah, and he then loves the, him. 
the Deshaun Watson years too in Houston. I mean, he was going to our old guy, Darren Fells all the time. That yeah. was like his top receiver in Houston. So yeah, if there was ever a year for a, for a David Njoku breakout season, it would be this. And, and Harrison Bryant's going to have a, probably a little bit of a bigger role too, with just how much Stefanski uses the tight ends. Yeah. So Stefanski's finally going to get to run his system. Yeah. Brissett knows how to do it, knows how to throw to tight ends. Hopefully won't sail it over them like Baker did where we wouldn't watch Hooper fall down and the ball go flying out of the <laughs> end zone. If, what if Najoku starts falling down? <laughs> the memes will never end. The memes will oh, never end. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. but So I've got some, a couple of buddies who hate Stefanski. Okay. and it, they, It's a growing crowd. They hate the play calling. Yep. That they, they hate his whole system. They don't think it can work. Do you think with an accurate quarterback, and you've got Brissett, who kind of knows how to run this, do you think that this is going to work? Well, I think it could. I think I think your friend a- ask you in a week. Your fr- yeah, ask me in a week. Your friends are right because we haven't seen it work. Yeah, you know, and the way that the NFL is going, we see all these blue chip wide receivers that matter. You know, look at what Jamar Chase just did last year in Cincinnati. What Justin Jefferson is going to do this year in Minnesota. All the you know investment is in these wide receivers now. The Browns have Amari Cooper, who's creeping up on thirty years old as their lead wide receiver, and a bunch of tight ends. Is he twenty eight? Yeah, I think he's twenty nine now. Is he? Uh... So it's so it's like you know, I mean, they're they're trying something new. Like you said, the system. It, uh, if the Browns look bad, that your friend group is going to become the majority really, really fast because people turned on Baker. The bad man is gone. Guess who's the remaining and who won? He won the battle, but now can he win the war in Kevin Stefanski? Yeah, so Chris, I guess that begs the question, if this gets ugly, who is Brown's Twitter gonna, going to attack? Stefanski. You think it's Kevin? It's Kevin. If it gets ugly, they go after Stefanski. I'm, I'm calling it right now. They will turn on Stefanski so fast. Well, it depends on which part goes badly, though. If you're talking about early season, it goes badly, or late season with Deshaun Watson. It goes bad. Right. You got two different tales there. So <laughs> that is true. I, I mean, I eventually, eventually the fans will turn on ownership, and they're right We've there. We've already turned on the season. <laughs> we're, we're like we're it's so over. Jaded. Yeah. Who are people blaming on Twitter? Who are we going to draft in the second round next yeah, year? Yeah. No, no, we're not going there. Let's stick with Week One. I'm pumped for this. And if you play fantasy football and you had pick one or two, you probably took him, Christian McCaffrey versus. Our athletic yeah. defensive tackles, defensive ends, Miles Garrett trying to chase Christian McCaffrey. How do you think this is going to go? Who's going to have a better day, Nick Chubb or Christian McCaffrey? I think Nick Chubb, because Christian McCaffrey, you you know, is like a check down machine. And that's something we saw Baker struggle with, man. I have Christian McCaffrey on yep. my fantasy team, but I'm just speaking objectively. He's Baker struggled to throw the check down. It was one of his biggest flaws was he would sail him over Kareem Hunt's head all the time. So I think I got to see it first before I start believing that Christian McCaffrey could be legit and, and, you know, run away. I think JOK could have a big day because he's going to be one of those guys that's going to lock in on McCaffrey. That's the dude to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's all over the place. And and that's the guy to do it against is Christian McCaffrey, especially if he's healthy. So, Chris, we our defense progressively got better throughout last year. Um, how do you think they're going to fare against kind of, you know, McCaffrey running all over the place, Baker sailing balls over the wide receivers? How, how, how do you feel this this unit's going to start this year? Because I feel like we've never really started all that well. No. And one of the things I'm going to be looking for, and it's going to be, you know, it's a hallmark of a lot of these teams that that do have good defenses or at least defenses that can make plays is getting turnovers. I would like to see this be a defense that can get some turnovers because that just stops momentum. That changes everything in the NFL. I mean, that's no secret, but it's something that it doesn't seem like we could consistently do that in the past. And right now I think is the time for this defense to take that next step. They're going to have to create some turnovers and, and really change some ball games. And I think this defense looking at the personnel that we've got has the potential to do that. You know, you got Ward, you got uh, Newsom, the corners. I, I, I like that set. Nope. You know, I like our ends. You know, the center of the the defensive line, there's still some question marks there, the linebackers. But, you know, that stuff can be bridged by creating some turnovers. So that's going to be my call for this defense. I like that. Emerson in preseason, I thought looked pretty good. Oh, yeah. 
How do you think that yeah. dynamic yeah. works out, that depth chart for cornerback? Yeah, I think we see them a little bit. I mean, yeah. they're just, they're so deep that they could do whatever the hell they want. And I, I really like that because Joe Woods being a former defensive backs coach, you know, if there's anybody that it's going to know how to deploy those guys, it's him. I think we'll see a little bit of Newsom in the slot. I really do. Okay. Greedy Williams, go I big hope. or go home. I hope. I right? mean, it's kind of a contract year for him. So, yeah, he's got to do something. Yeah. We'll see. How I pull for Greedy. Yeah. I hope he does well. Um. All right. We we went a, a little bit without talking kicker. It's time to talk kicker. The Browns are down by two, Chris, in this game. One minute left. What yard line do the Browns need to be at for you to feel extra confident? Oh, man. Our buddy, Cade York, will hit the game My winner. jersey came in, by the way. Yes. Down by two. And what did the odds makers say? Two and a half? It's always amazing how close that can be. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Two and <laughs> Just half, get us probably. to the 50, man. Get us to the 50. <laughs> That's so all that? he needs, right? Seven? Is that 67 yards from the 50? With yeah. It's 10? Yeah. yeah, you always had 17, right? Oh, no. Screw that. <laughs> I, need to be, I need to be at the 40. <laughs> Can you imagine if he hit a game winner week one? That broke the record. Yards? Man, I'd be, I would be a fool on Twitter. Just get us There'd to the 50. We'll be fine. Here. No problem. Get us to the 50. Yeah, I know. I want to have a unique jersey week one. So if he does that, you I feel like it. I'm going to see a lot of number three jerseys. A lot of custom two. jerseys out yep, there on, yep. on Cleveland Browns. I know. The Browns got to get that up there. They will if he hits a 67-yard field yeah. goal. <laughs> All right, game predictions for this one. Week one. Mm, go ahead, Chris. Give me uh, Cleveland Browns 24, Carolina 21. I'm going to go Browns 10, Panthers Whoa. 6. Wow. Yep. Old school Carolina-Cleveland game I right there. The nerve, on the lakefront. There's going to be nerves for the Browns in Carolina, I think. I think yeah. there's going to be nerves for Baker. I think that he's going to get rattled early by Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. Like I, I consider this kind of like a Super Bowl game where you always bet the under in a Super Bowl game because yeah. there's those nerves. I feel like it's going to be <laughs> very similar to that. Ten to six Browns. I got Browns. Brown, <laughs> Browns seventeen to twelve. Oh, okay. Wow. So you're not that much different than no, me. No, yeah, you convinced me. Yeah, defensive yeah. struggle. Miles Garrett has a big day. How are the, how are the Panthers getting to twelve? All field goals. Uh. Two missed extra points. Oh, <laughs> is this going to be watchable football that you guys are describing here? Like, no, is this going to be an NFL no. game? Or it, I, I do think that even if the Browns win this one, we're on Twitter after. Like, we'll like let's, let's never speak of this mean. game. <laughs> let's let's yeah. never speak of this game ever again. I think yes. it's going to be that kind of game. It would be like the That's OSU okay. game for Notre Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come out with the win. Hey, because if they lose. I'm not even going to do this show next week. It's going to suck so bad. I mean, could you imagine, especially when you look at this schedule, man, these first four weeks, they have to have to have to start off fast. You got to win three. You have Baker week one, possibly Joe Flacco's Jets week two, because Zach Wilson is hurt. The Steelers and Menor Mitch week three, week four, Marcus Mariota's Atlanta Falcons. You got to do something in those first four weeks yeah. to give the fans any sort of hope. Could you imagine if they're one and three? If you're not, season's if, over. If you're not three out of those four, that's oh, Dave, that's bad. I know. I hate doing the schedule game so early, but yeah, talking would... about a team that we love that hasn't won an opener in like nine decades, and we all picked them to win. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we shall see. Go Browns, hopefully. Go Browns, hopefully. We'll see you on Twitter for week yep. one. Yep. It's going to be a doozy. All right, we had some documentaries come out. Manti Teo, we were talking about that. I think we've all watched it now. Gab, I think you watched it as well. Yes. Um, we've got Netflix teasing another one. I believe it's the same Untold series. They did Malice in the Palace. They did yep. a bunch of other ones. They're really, really good. Johnny Manziel, Billy Vegas getting his own documentary on Netflix. I'm way more fired up for this than you guys are. I don't, yeah, I don't really care about it. Like all I, I really cared about was the Billy Vegas story. 
That's, that's really it. The rest, the swan, whatever, all of that crap, I just did not really care about. And Chris, are you Thomas? Joe Thomas kind of already tell the Billy Vegas story. He did, yeah. So no one had it. Tomahawk podcast. Joe Thomas and Andrew Hawkins had him on, and he talked about the Billy Vegas story. I I don't know how much more, unless there's a lot more. I mean, it's called Untold. We were talking about that. They have to have some stuff we don't know about. I don't think it's going to be as compelling as the Monte Teo one. I no. agree. I think they get into probably a lot of his A&M stuff, you know, and like the the making yeah. of Johnny, the almost two-time Heisman yep. and, you know, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I think they, right, they make it like that. I think we'll have, like, if it is a two-episoder, kind of like the Monte Teo, where we'll have, you know, just the glory of what was Johnny Manziel, and then in episode two, probably like the, the downfall, <laughs> the, the Mike Pettin. The Kyle Shanahan, the he's are, not are our quarterback, gonna, so he's our quarterback. Yeah, huh. are we going to give him the sympathetic character makeover? Is that the treatment here? No, I don't think no, so. It, it I think Nashville maybe. No, Italy it might play. It won't play in Cleveland. I don't. I don't think so. He's not getting this the main. I was given chance after chance after chance in Cleveland and beyond, and continued to just piss it away. I hope they do not give him the sympathetic character treatment in this thing. There are no, some people like, who deserve it, and there are other people who yeah. just do not. It's like if they did a Josh Rosen thirty for thirty, like ten years from now, like, eh, no one's going to yeah. be really sympathetic. I don't. Hey, know. he's on our I'll practice squad. Whenever they I'll announce watch it, that yeah. thing coming out, I'm marking my calendar. I'm, I got that Johnny is going to be appointment viewing. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gab prediction for the game. Score. Yeah. Score. Score. Whatever. Pain. Hmm. 14-10 Browns. I have to I have to say Browns. We're all, going We're all hammering all going the under. Low. Very yeah. interesting. What is, what is the over? I don't know. Do you I'll know? pull it up. Look, pull that up. It can't be that high. Also, like especially week one. You know, especially in this game, but week ones in general, the under is usually the play just because right. it's just usually a mess. Right. Like, now, Everybody's nerves and just. And, uh, na- and now without that last preseason game, we've been without NFL for like a week. Yeah, that is true. It's, a, it's right. oh my Pieces gosh. Shifting around. This over under is at 41 and a half. Oh, that's really <laughs> it's low. It's really low. That is <laughs> it's really low. low. Yeah. Oof. That almost makes you think like, Man, maybe just bet the over 41 and a half. Yeah. They that, think it's going to be like a high school game. It might be. All right, Actually, two more most high school under. games are higher than that. I would know. Yes, consult the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> sharp. Oh, my God. The All high right. school sharp. Two more over-unders, Chris. Miles Garrett, one and a half sacks in this game. Pound that over. Let's go. Yep. All right. And then Nick Chubb. 96 and a half rushing yards. Ooh. If the Browns Ooh, want to it has to go over. That's high. I, I just see with the two-headed monster back there, and you maybe mix in Dearness a little bit. Uh, over. Maybe, maybe we have a great running day, and he still doesn't make it to 100. So I'm, I'm going to yes, say under on that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out an under. Yeah, hopefully a lot of cream for my fantasy team if we want to keep talking. Josh about that. Dobbs rushing over under half yard, ten and a half yards uh, under. Give really? me the over. Let's go. We have this package. He's not going to get eleven yards. In I mean, I, I think we see him once at the goal line for a five yard run. All right, and it's a touchdown. Take that. Yep. We'll the strip that. torn. You'll string the torn out of his shirt. Under yeah. over under five foot over <laughs> all right let's let's move on to our last segment it is time for stump the flog oh gab if you could hit the uh i think it's the red top left yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i don't know what we're doing is there a video for it i don't think so and so if you haven't seen stump the flog this is where we ask a question. Nick and Chris go back and forth to see who can answer the most. And whoever gets stopped loses, and the other is the winner. Let me see what the question is today. 
when you pull it up, you have to tell me my chances too. Yeah. So typically if it's an older one, I give the advantage to Chris. If it's, you know, Browns 2020 and I'm beyond, I give it to you. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like I could hang from like 2012 and all right. Probably 2000. All right, here we go. It is Jacoby Brissett. What? will be the 19th oh okay different quarterback to start a season opener for the browns oh, a season opener since cleveland released bernie kozar 93 name the other 18 to start openers to start openers okay i like it all right gab go ahead and put nick and chris on the board here you can put me in the background hang on here hang on we nope, oh no that's all right i put i i you had a perfect show going and i ruined it no i'm just gonna have there, there we, we go. go there we go all right all there right. they are all righty how many did you say there were 19 uh there are yeah 19 19 and yeah to start a season right. opener all right um, I believe who won last time? Did you tie, or did someone win? I think I won. You won. I think, I think won. So. Yeah, yeah. We oh, were doing running, running backs. backs. Yeah, yeah, we were doing running backs. Terrence West. Yeah, Terrence West. I and I was sure that was going to be wrong because oh. I never thought West did it. I thought he was always the, the backup to crowd, but yep. I, he was literally the only other Browns running back I could think of, other than Duke Johnson. And I knew it wasn't him. All right, Nick. So, do you want to go first, or would you like to defer? Uh, yeah, give me the ball. I'm going, uh, I'll start first. Let's go. Number one. Let's go with the easy one. Tim couch. Correct. Was he the first one though? Wasn't Ty Detmer? Oh, he. Correct. Look at, he's schooling Uh, you. That was a, that was a power move by Chris. Yeah, that was a power move. Letting you know you were stupid and he's going to beat you. (laughs) All right. I guess I'll go more recently with Baker Mayfield. Correct. Uh, let's go with uh, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football Billy yep, Vegas. He did. All right, I'll stay in that same era with Iggy alum Brian Hoyer. Hoyer seven seven and four baby love, seven and four love Hoyer. Oh man! No wait, hold on here, hold on, hold on. Wait, <laughs> did we already screw one up? Where's Johnny? Did Johnny start a never season started? opener? He never started, started a season up. opener. What? Because it was always started a season, season opener. He took over for Hoyer, and then he never made it to the next season. Oh my God! Stop! <laughs> yes! Wow! Yes! Wow. A quick and easy stop before. Okay, Gabe, just go ahead and edit that out because we're gonna rewind because I want to keep playing. All right, this. yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, keep yeah, playing. Yeah. We'll keep playing, but that's a dub. I'm right. on that as a dub. So, so back to wow. no Johnny football. Never started a season opener. Probably All right, I'll give the- you the inverse of that one for this. Charlie Fry started the opener and then got traded right after that to the Raiders. That's right. How about this one? A guy that didn't play that much to Rod Taylor. Still in the league. True. Yep. Yep. 2018. He actually, he was the one who tied. He was the only tie. Yeah. The season opener. 21, 21 Pittsburgh. Josh Gordon game. Um, The pride of Notre Dame. 2009 correct how about this one i can't believe he hasn't come up yet colt mccoy colt mccoy 2011 yeah i wish i had the wedding song ready his his dad still hates us i still have the book i gotta bring that out to the new studio b chris i've got the book in the (laughs) studio a i gotta bring that out here oh that's fantastic oh yeah colt mccoy correct all right derek anderson agent da da baby the pro bowler was that um what was our coach's name? He didn't even make it a calendar year. Judd. Yeah, <laughs> Judd Zinsky. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Phil told that story, got fired on the bus ride oh. on the way back from Pittsburgh. Phil woke up from a nap to a to a <laughs> notification on his phone that the coach was fired on the bus. Oof. Isn't that's, that crazy? Yeah. DA two thousand eight. Judd. Yep. That Asian is correct. DA. All right, Nick. Who else? Season openers. Man, Wells kind of running dry. For me, oh, least. there's a ton. There's so many. I can give you a hint. I, I said, "Oh, Gab's got one." Okay, because we don't have it in the show notes, Gab. You, you yeah. off the fly. Brandon Whedon. 
Okay, yeah, there's one. All right, I used my phone a friend for Brandon Whedon. Yep. Stuck, yep. He's still stuck under a flag. God, I wish I forgot about that. Brandon Whedon. Jeff Garcia. Oh, there no, you there's go. One. All yep. right. Jeff Garcia. He got a W, right? Uh, he did not. I don't believe. I oh, no, he did. He did. Yeah, it was 20 to 3. Man. He won. I Yep. That yep. was Baltimore. Jeff Garcia. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. I, I think I was at the mall that day because my dad was like, oh, there's no, my dad was like, there's no way we win this. <laughs> we get in the car and Jim Donovan is like just on fire. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right, Nick, back to you. I'm really blanking on this one for some reason. I feel like because I blur out all the. Oh, how about this one? Josh McCown. Yes. You, so I was about to give you a, yeah. a hint. I was going to say helicopter. Yeah, Josh McCown. There was yep. one. Chris, back to you. Oh, I got another one. There's too. a ton more. Yeah. You guys, you yeah, you're you're yeah, gonna keep I'm, going down I'm the list back. here. Yeah. How about under Tommy Bahama, Seneca Wallace? Did he start Seneca. a season for us? I don't, I don't know that he, he started. Did. He started a couple of preseason. That games. was Holmgren's boy. Yeah, um, Tommy Bahama, Mike Holmgren, never started an opener. Deshaun Kaiser sure as hell started oh, an opener. He sure did. Yep. Did he win that one? I can't remember. Oh, no, no I don't he think. did not. No, he didn't. It was a schlacking. Did we go Kelly Holcomb? We did not, but that is correct. Yeah, Kelly Holcomb. Damn. 2002 and 2003. Hmm. You need a hint? Yeah, yeah I can, Gab, use can you hint. think of any? Because Luke McCown never started in a. I know I'm missing start, some. Luke McCown never Luke started open. Here's God. a McCown. Here's a. Here's a. This was a trade that people in Cleveland were excited for. He was an older guy. But he, I believe, went to the Pro Bowl the year before or the year thereafter. Or, no, maybe two years before. Hmm. Think week one. I'm thinking all the week ones. Man. No, think this week one. Jacoby? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Nope. But think Carolina Panthers, Chris. Oh, traded for him, or we might have actually signed him as a free oh, agent. Oh, 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 Jake Delone. Jake, Jake Delone. That's right. Jake Delone. People were, yeah, people oh, were pumped. God, wow, that one was wedged in there. He could be our bridge quarterback, right? God. How, speaking, of, how did the Browns never end up with some of the guys like Fitzpatrick, Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. Well, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. He yeah. was our bridge quarterback. Yeah. Until the bridge just freaking collapse <laughs> um chris the i feel like you would have gotten this one trent delfer one that one uh Sorry. yeah trent delfer 2005 didn't he win uh, did he win did he win he did opener? not win no the only opener was garcia 20 to 3 baltimore tyrod taylor tied against pittsburgh 21 21 why do i feel like connor shaw started an opener i no. know that he didn't because he was a third string quarterback but no. He did maybe like in my Madden team. Yeah, yeah. He had speed. I know. I feel like he. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We're missing. I feel like we got the big ones right. We've had to have. We're only missing two. Wait. Oh. Chris, probably one of the best Browns quarterbacks we've ever had. Bernie Kosar. Uh. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. Since Bernie Kosar, Chris. Since Bernie. Well, I Brian said Derek Sipe. Anderson already. Oh, Brian Sipe. That was good, pre- yes, but that was pre-Bernie. Mm. Um, yeah, that's true. Chris. How about Vinny Testaverde? There it oh, is. Oh, there it is. 94-95, Vinny yep. Testaverde. That's a good also one. Also colorblind, Vinny Testaverde was. No kidding. I didn't know that. That's the truth. That, that nugget then he went on to the Jets and had some had some good career years then. Did Remember he... The- Vinny headbutt, he headbutt after a touchdown the wall and get a concussion. Was that him? Oh my god. Oh, I that was he... what's his face for the Broncos, I thought. Was that Plummer? I don't uh, remember. I don't know. I don't know. Uh last one. Last one. Give us a year. I'll give you a clue. You want a year? I'll give you a clue and a year. All right. The year was 2016. The Cavs. Just for rot. Just for rot. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought that was Testaverde. Uh, no, 2016. Smart guy. Cavs championship. 
who was our starting quarterback? That was when LeBron. Out. That was LeBron said. I never went zero and sixteen in anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, give you a clue. Outside of the year, multiple, multiple first rounders were given up for him. We didn't give him up, but multiple were given up for him. Wow, twenty sixteen, and I can't think. Yeah, of how it. does no one? I can't. It was the either. quarterback that got us Miles Garrett. Then he's on TV. The quarterback that Brady got Quinn? him. No, nope. we already got him. The quarterback that got us Miles Garrett. We were one in fifteen. The pierogi Prince of Parma game. He blocked that kick. Give us the first letter. Wow, I'm so befuddled. You're gonna kick yourself. You're gonna kick I'm, yourself. I'm, 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 I'm already mad. I'm bothered. I remember I rode on an airplane with him while he was the quarterback, and people were like thanking him for his service because it was just like such a bad time. Here's your other clue: the team that he was drafted or our team. There it RG3. is. Yes, yes. There it is. RG three was the last one. RG three. I was just, I just talking saw him on TV. TV. Yeah, he was on TV on Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Yep. RG three. Man, they threw him in that playoff game with half of a knee. Yeah, and he was good. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah. When you I started don't saying he was beat up, I remember That's him. Like crutches, yeah, yeah. I remember him just on crutches. Yeah, on the sideline. Oof. Man, that was a tough stump to flog. Because there's all these quarterbacks, but who actually started an opener is right? what makes it tough. Yeah, it's a good one. We've had a lot of them. We're gonna have a lot more. How about does Terrell Pryor technically count because he started a game even though he wasn't the quarterback? Yeah, God, he was a good wide receiver. He was. For he us. was. He good. was. Remember that? Like we, that was the hot debate. Like, should the Browns extend Pryor? We should have. <laughs> we should have. He but might be know. one of the best wide receivers on the team today. He might be. He might be. <laughs> Don't discount Amari Cooper. All right, we've got week one coming up. That's a wrap. Nick, would you like to take us out? Yeah, thank you guys so much for watching another episode of Big Play Reflog. Go Browns. Go win my Amari Cooper autographed jersey on my Twitter. Go follow me. Go follow TSE Cleveland. Go check out all their great stuff over at TSE Cleveland. Huge shout out to Labatt, as always. Huge shout out to Shaq News. Go read some gaming reviews. Shout out to GV. We will see you guys next Monday night. We'll recap this Panthers game. We'll get you guys ready for the home opener against the New York Jets. We'll see you then. Peace. Let's go Browns. Go Browns.